Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beers is back for a seventh year after a four-month hiatus. We are ready to come back and predict all the MLS games that will be thrown at us this year. All, like almost 500 of them. It's pretty close to 500. Yeah. Uh, And it'll be more next year when a new team uh, jumps into the league uh, being uh, team number 30. There was no expansion team this year. So, yeah, it's like just under 500. Anyways, we are back. Uh, I am your host, Louis Barone, five-time Balls and Beers champion, currently on a three-peat. Let's go ahead and introduce the guys for the first time this season. And for the first time since season number one, not entering, holding the wooden spoon, Mr. David Arona. Hey, hey. What's up, everybody? And for the first time ever, Holding the wooden yeah, yeah, spoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't gotta hear that. We don't gotta hear that. I'm back. What's up? Let's move Mr. on. Mr. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby is the Bobby is the only player to hold the balls and beers trophy and the wooden spoon. He's yeah. held both titles. T- technically, I haven't had the wooden spoon at all. No, you haven't. So, you, you hold the title. You hold okay? the title. Do, you hold yeah. the title. Yeah. You have to hold it. And you're yeah, gonna get the wooden spoon on Sunday. So chill the fuck out. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's funny. Fucking hit it off your hand. <laughs> a few, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yours. My bed is yours. It's your responsibility. <laughs> uh, I hadn't uh, listened back to the uh, the last Balls and Beers, uh, the results show of, of last year. Uh, a few days ago, I, I listened to it for the first time. And I was cracking up because I didn't really notice this um, while we were doing it live. But Bobby was mad, mad. And I started (laughs) laughing. I was like, wow, he's really trying to play it off. But no, he's mad, mad. And I think there was a... I don't know. I don't remember being mad, mad. Yeah, there was. And then there was a comment like... From Mad Bobby, you would say. (laughs) There was a comment that was made um, that David had said like, oh, he's not rubbing it in because you know Lewis likes... uh, Like, was relishing that like, I I was winning the wooden spoon every single year. And then Bobby said like, yeah, but he likes to like do it to me even more. You are 100% correct. At the start of every show, you will be reminded you have the wooden spoon this year. And that's how I'm going to start poking at you in season number seven. You know, I could just edit it out. Right? You could, I know, but don't do it. Yeah. So but much more for you, Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, that. I mean, if you're going to do it every episode, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Um, oh, sorry. Because 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 when I win the wooden spoon, and statistically, I have to at some point when I win it, you guys are gonna rub it in my face. I'm gonna have to take it. I'm gonna have to take it. Yeah, we won't do it every single every single recording. What? It's just not us. Yeah. All right, all right. Come on, let's get let's get going. Come right. on, I'm waiting to all crack right. my beer. Let's go. Come on. All, all right, here. all right. So, uh, being that it's the uh, week number one, we're gonna go ahead and give a rundown of the uh, of uh, the game and the rules and all that other fun stuff. Uh, we won't be doing it again uh, the rest of the season. So, uh, brief history. Uh, this is our prediction show. It was inspired by the late uh, SI writer Grant Wall, who uh, years ago, I'm assuming eight years ago, um, tweeted out that he was looking to write a story on someone that consistently bets on MLS and consistently wins um, at it. The catch is MLS is so damn unpredictable. How could you possibly be a consistent winner in MLS? So we said we should try that. 
and we did. Obviously, we're taking it uh, a little too far in doing every single game and not a selected uh, 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 amount of games. But we said, let's make a game out of it. And that's what we did. We use a mock betting system uh, to play the game. So every game that we predict, we go on a scale of one to five. We wager points, we call them points, uh, confidence points, one being low confidence. I don't want to bet on this game. I have no idea who's going to win, but I have to do it. It's a one to a five, which is I can't lose this. This is an automatic win. I'm putting the maximum amount of points, um, five. Um, because this is soccer, there's draws and they're in play. So uh, we know that, at least I know that when you are actually betting, draws actually pay a little bit more because it's kind of hard to say, yep, draw. So we decided to give ourselves double the points uh, if you um, correctly predict a draw. So if you were to predict three, you would get six points. Um, and um the other other rule that we have is the the double down. So after every week, we tally up the points. Whoever has the most points in that particular week with a positive score, you have to have at least one point in that week. Because yes, we we've done it many times where we have won the week and we're in negative territory because we lost all the points that we wagered. As long as you get one point and you have the most, you will get an extra double down. And the double down is not mandatory. It is optional. Uh, everyone has at least one um, every week. You win uh, a certain week, you'll have two the following week. And that is basically you get to double one or, or two of your bets, uh, usually a lock. Every so often, these knuckleheads will do it with less. But usually, it's you double the five bet because it's just too good to pass up. It's not worth five points. It's worth more like 10. So that happens. But being MLS... It has burned us several times, which makes the game very, very interesting. And there is a strategy somewhat uh, behind it. So at the end of the season, whoever has the most points will be crowned the champion. Whoever has the least amount of points will be given the paleta camada, also known as the wooden spoon. And as I said, we've been doing it. This is our seventh season. So... Um, uh, if you've been with us in season number one, thanks a lot, guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, if you're new, then we hope that you uh, enjoy the uh, the show, the laughs, the absurdity, and uh, the shenanigans that we will have uh, for the next 32 or 33 weeks or so. All right. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and get started. David, crack that beer open if you haven't already. There we go. There it is. All right. And uh, as always, we start with the person that needs to make up uh, ground. In this case, Bobby, we're going to start with you first. Game number one is this Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday night. So we're two, about uh, two, two days away. Miami versus RSL is the first game of the regular season because, well, of course it is. What else would it be? Um, Bobby. Who do you got in this game? Uh, I'm just going to play the odds here. At home, uh, I know Miami hasn't looked good in preseason, but I'm pretty sure they're going to bring their A game at this home opener with the, a full squad. Uh, well, is everybody healthy? I think everybody's healthy, right? Who knows? Suarez should be ready to go. I think Messi should be good. Again. I'm not sure if Busquets is still out or not, to be honest. Oh, I Busquets don't know. Okay. okay. But, I mean, there's definitely inner, inner Miami needs to – 
they're they're coming into this this uh, home opener uh, MLS season launch as a must win, and I think they're going to pull it off. RSL is going to come in and they're going to give them a fight for sure because they're they're a really good team. But I'm going to give uh, Miami my uh, double down of the week, and it's going to be the first one off the bat. Bobby wow. comes out swinging, that does not want swing. the winning spoon. Big swing, just coming out of the gate like that. Well, I can I can get the wooden spoon because yeah. I do that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, so I, <clears throat> irregardless of of how Miami's doing in terms of their health or whatever, um, their preseason has not gone well. Um, their preseason, which has taken them something like what twelve hundred miles, Lewis, something is it something near that area of of of, of distance travel. It was it was twenty thousand plus, twenty thousand miles. I, I was saying 1,200. My God. No, uh, 20,000 plus. 20,000. 1,200 miles doesn't even get you across the, the United you're, States. You're right. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know why I was thinking that. Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of miles to put on old, old legs. Not to mention that Miami is still fighting to be roster compliant. They had, they had to get rid of quite a few players. I did see that a couple – Guys went on loan. They sold somebody else, some you know, somewhere else. So, guys that they may have maybe been planning on trying to uh, rely on, maybe out of the picture by now, and could be out of the picture going forward. The big question mark is the the fatigue with all the travel and everything, and the opponent, you know, of of RSL. I think that RSL is going to be one of those teams that may be formidable this season. And I think that Miami's just going to be too tired. I'm going to give this a draw only because this is the Miami home opener and they really want to get that taste of the preseason out of their mouths. I still think this is only going to result in a draw. I have a confidence of three. Okay, so uh, I'll say my piece about Miami for their second game because it goes uh, uh, against the Galaxy. I'll save for that. Now, Bobby had mentioned that he's going with the odds here, and he put all uh, he put his double down in this game. So, I'm not saying Bobby's going to lose this, but let's make him a little uncomfortable. RSL has not lost a season opener in 14 years. I'm going to have to ride that. Um, Yes, Miami did not have a good preseason. Um, a, a, a lot can be attributed to that. Um, but RSL, we have said it in uh, past seasons, they're like that rock in your shoe that just keeps bugging you. And I think they're going to be that maybe a little bit more this year. I'm not entirely sure. We'll talk about it. But I kind of feel that the streak is going to continue here. I don't think they're going to lose this game. Um, I'm going to agree with David on this one. I'm going to take this with a draw confidence of two. Let's move on. The first game. uh, So that was the Wednesday game. We move on to the weekend games. The very first game, 11 o'clock in the morning, defending champs, the Charlie Brown crew will go up against Atlanta United. Bobby, who do you got in this game? Uh, I swear I'm going to hear this Charlie Brown thing from you mostly. Yes. And only you. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, uh, look it. I don't know how any of this is going to go on home opening for anybody. So 
Everything's a guess. I'm gonna go with the draw. Confidence of two here. That, that, that that's what the prediction is. It's a guess. <laughs> Nothing is is written in stone. Well, uh, but in within the game, eventually you can start making intelligent decisions between right, teams. Right. And it, what's the roster? I'm saying here we don't have much, so I'm gonna go with a a, a basic guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean that's what a prediction is. Is it's a guess. All right. Uh, <laughs> um. So defending champs, Columbus against Atlanta. Uh, Columbus at home, they're opening their new, you know, they're, they're going to be celebrating their victory uh, at home in front of their home fans. I think that this is a Columbus win. I have a confidence of three. Yeah, Columbus being at home, uh, I don't think there was too much that they lost, uh, at least not on the offensive side of the ball. Um, from, from their, uh, from their uh, championship side last year, I have to imagine that they're going to do Pretty well this year as well. Of course, it's it's MLS, so obviously anything can happen. And we've seen really good teams just fall out of nowhere. Um, but I don't see that happening with Columbus. I think they have a very, very solid squad. I think uh, they, they can uh, keep that momentum that they had, getting their third star um, and keep it going um, this year. Um, they're at home. It's going to be a party. Uh, I think the atmosphere alone uh, is enough at, uh, to beat Atlanta. Atlanta is obviously not the Atlanta that we remember from you know uh, years ago. Um, I, I I think Columbus is just in a different class here. So I'm gonna once again agree with David. I'm taking Columbus for the victory. Confidence of three. And and by the way, I, I don't think that's. No, never mind. It's not game of the week. It's it, it's this one. If, I, if I'm being unbiased, it, LAFC versus Seattle. Uh, so right off the bat, you're you're getting uh, when many people have uh, finishing one and two in the Western Conference, uh, give or take a couple people. Um, but this is you know uh, all biased side. This is game of the week. The only other case you have is another one. We'll get to it. But uh, this is this is it right here. Um, David, let's start with you this time. Um, this is a team that I think I have huge question marks about uh, in LAFC. I think that even though they're you know they're doing their home opener and it's all this you know blah blah blah, blah Seattle, um, I think it's is is a good team. I think these two teams maybe game of the week only because the way that these two particular teams match up against each other is what you're there for. Not that they're both good teams just they match up each other uh, up against each other well i think this is a draw i have a confidence of two um yeah well i mean i think it's game of the week because of the history of them being good teams but right now i don't know seattle they have something to prove this season i mean because they did so they didn't do so well last season um so i think they're going to come in a little stronger hopefully and then lafc is a very different team i know that they've they've kind of gotten rid of a lot of players or have a lot of new players um I, I just I I don't think it's gonna be a complete a complete team to 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 roll over Seattle. So I'm going with the draw here. Confidence at two. So obviously we have nothing to go by. I, I mean it is correct. A, a good team, a team that we expect to be good, could very well not be. Um, I just don't see that either one of these teams. I know there's a there's going to be a drop off with LAFC. Um, they got to MLS Cup last year. Um, they lost some some players. 
Um, I don't think they replaced them with. Uh, I mean, they, they got replacements, but I, I, I think the team kind of suffered a little bit. Uh, the call, the whole Carlos Velo saga, is still up, uh, up, up in the air. They don't know if he's going to be back or not. Uh, if he's going to be taking a DP spot or not, I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, obviously, being at home is a big advantage, but Seattle is it, it's Seattle. You can't, you just cannot rule this team out. I think they are back. I think with their new signing uh, in uh, what's his name, De La Vega. I think um, uh, that was a hell of a signing. Uh, Nicholas Lolero is no, no longer there, but I think they got good replacements. I still think they got a good core. I they a lot of players that won MLS Cup with, with there is still with them. Um, they still got their coach. There's something obviously you know there. Um, I think these two teams just cancel each other out. I, I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a hard battle, but because it's week number one, obviously there's going to be sloppiness. Um, but, but I'm sure both teams are going to want to start with the uh, on the right foot. So um, should be a good game. But I agree with the guys here. I can't pick a winner. I think they count each other out. I agree with them the whole way through. Draw confidence of two. Uh, so from game of the week to Charlotte versus NYCFC. Uh, at the very least, maybe the battle of nice kits. David, what do we got? Look, man, I don't think Charlotte has really impressed me this much uh, in this offseason. I don't think that NYCFC is now that much better, but I do think that they're a stronger team here. I think they're going to get the win. I have a confidence of three. Yeah, this will be the battle of the nice kids. Um, I really don't know. I don't think NYCFC is that. It's not really that that powerful either. I think Charlotte and NYCFC right now, in my mind, they sit in the same place. So I'm just going to go with the home field advantage. Um, usually Charlotte is good defensively, so I'm going to give them a win here. Confidence of three. Uh, I don't know if you got your seasons mixed up. Charlotte was a really, really bad defensive team last year. Just no. couldn't stop anything. Um, NYCFC, I think, will be improved this year. I don't think it's by much. Um, I, did they end up making the playoffs last year? I don't remember. Don't remember. I thought they, uh, I thought NYC, they NYC or Charlotte? NYC. No, NYCFC. Uh, uh, no, I don't think they did. Hold on, I'm checking. No, yeah, they uh, ended in the 11th in the right. East. Okay, yeah, that's what I that's what I figured. I think that I, I thought I didn't think that they had made it, I, but New York made it, right? I think they ended up squeaking in, or were they also? Oh, no, doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. No, they were the eighth place team. So yes, right. They did yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so. I, I I do feel that NYCFC is going to be improved. Uh, it's not really saying much, you know, in in a in a league that has twenty nine teams with twenty six qualify for the for the playoffs. Any you know improvement is pretty easy. Um, I honestly did, uh, again, if, if there's question marks going in, in it's not detailed question marks. I really don't know anything too detailed about either one of these sides. I don't remember a huge signing being made by either one. I don't remember either one of these teams making a big signing. Could be wrong about that, but for whatever reason, I'm taking the home side. Don't have a lot of confidence in it. I just feel that you know they'll probably be the better side. I, I have no basis on that. It's week number one, guys. I'm taking Charlotte, but with a big old one. DC United versus New England, a battle of the originals. Bobby. Oh, man. Two teams that had crazy seasons last year. Um, I don't really... 
I'm going to go with the draw here. I don't have any faith in the either one. Draw one. Uh, yeah, for me, I think this is a New England win. I think, I think now that a lot of the stuff that the drama that followed New England all throughout the last couple of years is is behind them, um, I feel like they maybe got a little bit stronger, and DC didn't. So I'm going New England confidence of three. New England didn't bring anybody in, with the exception of Caleb Porter. There was nothing. Mm -hmm. Exciting or big that's happened with New England. I think that they kind of stayed the same squad. Internal drama is gone. I mean, yeah, I guess a good squad. I think. I I I just uh, again, I I, it's it's life after Bruce Arena. You're gonna have to adjust to that. Uh, Caleb Porter has obviously been successful in MLS. You're probably right about that. I'm just, I I don't know. Uh, Like pretty much every other team, you're obviously you know we're in week one. You're gonna have to. Show us what you're made of. You're, you're, you're probably at, by week six or so. You're starting to see things kind of, you know, shaping up. Like, okay, are they going to be good? Um, are they going to be bad? I'm not really sure what to make of either one. As of right now, I kind of think both of these teams are kind of bad. Um, to be honest, uh, DC United. Who did they hire as coach? I don't even remember who they hired as coach. Um, doesn't matter. I, I, I couldn't pick a winner here. Um, decided to defer it to a draw. Confidence of two. Orlando versus Montreal. Bobby. Uh, again, home field advantage. Even though I think Montreal might be the better team. I don't know. I, again, I haven't paid attention to what these teams have been doing this offseason at all. So I'm going to go with Orlando. Confidence of three. Um, I like Orlando a lot, despite their terrible um, jersey. I think that Montreal did not do anything to get to make themselves stronger in the offseason. Um, they're still trying to recover from life after Wilfred Nancy. Um, I think that Orlando has this lockdown. I'm giving them a confidence of five. Yeah, um, Montreal is, uh, yeah, again, didn't bring anybody in at least not that i can remember orlando was already a very strong side i think they got even stronger this offseason i think with uh uh, this is this year number three of oscar pareja or year four three or four i don't know yeah it's it's one of those either way i mean your core is still there you're still bringing in talent they added nico lodero i mean yeah i get he's old but i mean yeah it's it's a it's a no. He's still effective. It's a, I, I mean, obviously, he's not as effective as when he first came in. He has obviously a, a ton of experience. He has won uh, titles with Seattle. Uh, he uh, he was part of the uh, you know the the, the Champions uh, League uh, uh, team. So he knows what it takes to win. You have that veteran leadership um, in Orlando now. Um, you know, obviously, you can't have all twenty-year-olds on the squad. You need a, a good mix. I think he's not the player that he used to be, but he could still help out in other ways. Uh, they added Luis Muriel as well uh, as a forward, so their attack should be better. Um, they're at home. I think this is a lock for me as well for Orlando Five. Philadelphia versus Chicago. David, uh, these are your boys. Um, from um, from botching MLS Cup to, mm-hmm. you know, not even making it. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens to uh, Philadelphia this year? And well, let's just start with game number one. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's revenge season, baby. Uh, and no better way to start them with Chicago. Um, I think uh, Chicago, despite trying to make themselves better through the offseason, I don't think they did. I think the Philadelphia, already a strong side, decimated by like injuries and just missteps last season. I think they're ba- they're going to bounce back. I'm going to give this win to Philadelphia. I am... Giving you my best college try here, Lewis, this year. I am going to try to get a double down in each week. I'm going to try, okay? This one is my double down for Philly. You don't have to. Just uh. Yeah, for me, it's Philly as well. I'm going to go with the confidence of three. This kind of, I mean, it, it should be a no-brainer. Uh, Philadelphia's at home playing against a Chicago side, although I think last year Chicago had a pretty good record against Philadelphia, if I recall correctly. I think I don't. I think they've only probably only lost once, and I think they played like three, three times. I don't remember. Um, but yes, Chicago. I think they try. I, I think they are imp- an improved squad from last year. Again, it's not, not saying much, but. Like every other team that tried to rebuild and try to add pieces when you were a poor team, you're going to have to show it before anybody believes you. Um, And Chicago is no exception there. Um, It could very well be that they're a playoff team this year, albeit on the lower end of it. But you got to prove it. And you're going up against Philly on the road. I'm going to go ahead and take Philadelphia here, and I am locking this one as well. I got Philly with a 5 Austin versus Minnesota. Bobby, who do you got? Uh, despite what I'm putting down, this should be a closer game than I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to put Austin with the confidence of four, but I think it's going to be a closer game than Austin taking it. And I, I don't know about these two teams. Um, I'm looking down the line here. Maybe Garbage Cup? Not Sorry, I shouldn't say Garbage Cup. Skip pick probably for me. This is a draw. Confidence to two. It's pretty close. I think I know what other. I think I know what other game you're looking at. If it's not the garbage cup, um, but yeah, this was pretty close. Look, Austin went from expansion team surprising everybody. You know, finishing in the was the top three, right? I think they were number two. I think they like they were right behind LAFC, um, and then all of a sudden just tanked. Uh, last year didn't look good. Josh Wolf is in the hot seat to begin um, the the season, in my opinion. In fact, I don't even think he survives the season. Uh, a, a drastic turnaround has to happen. And once again, I don't remember any big signings coming from Austin. Um, at least nothing that would like you know grab attention to say, "Oh, Austin's back" or "Austin's trying." Um, so there's no confidence there. And then you have Minnesota, who I did not know this, but Minnesota did not have a coach until two days ago. I had no idea. This is absolutely insane. I had no idea that this entire preseason, Minnesota was going without a coach. It is insane. I'm not really sure what that was about, but that's got to be pretty dysfunctional. Um, Not really sure what to think of that. Um, so the new coach has about a 
week, less than a week to get these players prepared playing however it is that they want, how he wants them to play. Interesting is probably the word I'm going to use there. And I'm going to give him a confidence of one in Minnesota. Dallas versus San Jose is our next game. David. Uh, look, Dallas, I think, is is strong. Um, they're going to get the win here in their home opener. Uh, I have a confidence, too, in Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is a strong uh, team in this one, and especially at home. I'm going with a confidence of four. Uh, Dallas spent uh, a record transfer fee or a club record transfer fee by uh, getting a forward. Uh, oh, my God. Now, now I, I had his name, and I completely forgot. Mina? No, it wasn't Mina. Uh, no, hold on. It's, uh, oh, it's, my gosh. Uh, I literally just said, well, don't forget keep, the name. talking. I'll, I'll, Anyways, I'll, I'll bring it to you. So they bring in more offensive firepower to to uh, uh, along with uh, Jesus Ferreira and say what you say about uh, say what you will about him uh, as far as the national team is concerned. That's a completely different uh, uh, he, he a whole different thing. He delivers an MLS. But he delivers an MLS exactly. It's, it's, so it's it's Patar Musa by the way. Musa, there it is. I'm like I knew it started with an M. I was like Mina, it's not Mina. Okay, Musa. Uh, so you have uh, Dallas spending money, uh, which is. You know, uh, obviously good for them, good for the league. A um, lot of offensive firepower. I think a team. Uh, wh- where did they finish last year? I actually don't remember where they finished last year. I know they they made the playoffs, I believe, um, and I think they improved this year. Going up against a San Jose squad, who once again I don't think improved that much. If anything, you're moving sideways, you're doing something, but just uh, they don't have me convinced over here. I am taking Dallas for the victory. I think it's unanimous. Confidence of four for me in Dallas. And actually, I'm not even sure why I didn't lock this. But it's a four. Houston versus Kansas City. Uh, Dave. Uh, Look, man, I think that Houston surprised all of us last season. Uh, Kansas City did go on a little bit of a tear to to, um, end the season. But to start it out, they... They were not good. They were like it, they were looking like like wooden spoon contenders. Um, I think that Houston comes out strong. I have a confidence of three in the Dynamo. Uh, here we go again with SKC and me this season. Um, I don't, I don't I don't have any confidence in either one, so I'm gonna go with a draw confidence too. <clears throat> um, so Kansas City was uh, once again uh, ravaged by injury. Uh, once they started getting their players back, uh, you could see how they started improving, made a run uh, when it actually mattered, um, and uh, you know climbed up the climbed up the standings, made the playoffs, and guess what? They were one of the hotter teams going into the playoffs. They didn't get far, but they had momentum going in. I think if they stay healthy, they should. Uh, shouldn't have to crawl up from the uh, from the bottom of the standings. I think they should be middle of the pack somewhere. Houston under Ben Olsen, year number one. Yep, surprised everybody. Uh, made it all the way to the uh, to the uh, conference finals, where they eventually went down to uh, LAFC. Um, honestly, I think that continues. We know that Houston is a force at home. Um, I think it's a tough game here, but I think Houston is going to pull it off at the very least. Since Bobby had a draw, we at least have a chance, Dave. I have Houston winning this confidence of two. St. Louis versus 
RSL, the Cinderella team that was St. Louis. Um, can they do it again? Is it possible? Um, or was it just a fluke? Dave, who do you got? St. Louis versus RSL. Uh, look, man, RSL having to play two away games uh, to start the season, probably not great for them. Uh, they go to Miami, then they have to go to St. Louis. St. Louis, I think, surprised everybody last season. They were a little bit of the Cinderella team, as you said. Um, and uh, I, I think they're going to... We we saw them play the high press against Galaxy in the preseason. I think that they're going to start off well on the right foot. I have a confidence of three in St. Louis. Uh, yeah, doing it again like last season, well, time will tell. But I do think they'll get the win on uh, opening day f- at home for themselves. Uh, like David said, RSL, second game of the week away. It's going to be tough for them. And also in just some hostile territory. It's going to be loud. It's going to be crazy in St. Louis. So I'm going to give them a confidence of three. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not sure if history repeats itself. I don't think lightning can strike twice. We saw with Austin where they had this crazy run, got into, you know, second place behind LAFC who had at the time, I think that was a record breaking, uh, year. I could have been wrong. No, maybe that was another year. Um, and then just fell flat on their face the very next year. Is the fate the same for St. Louis? Well, uh, I had talked to Bobby, um, after our last episode, uh, off the pod, after we were talking about you know just like uh, random stuff about the, the you know the podcast this year, and I said you know the the app that I use uh, the Fotmob app, <clears throat> they came out with a new table. I haven't seen it yet, maybe because the season has started, but I forgot what they called it. But I'm gonna call it the woulda coulda shoulda table, um, and and I'm gonna piss you guys off the whole year with this. Um, it's basically the the standings of what they should have ended up with based on their expected goals and their expected points. St. Louis, they when they introduced this, they used St. Louis as the example as this was a crazy anomaly because St. Louis, based on their expected goals and expected points, should have ended in 14th. And yet, they were in first. Um, so it was, uh, they defied literally every, just everything uh, what we know about statistics. Therefore, I don't think they're going to be as strong this year. Their core is still back, I believe. I don't think they lost too many players. Um, I just don't think Lightning strikes twice. I don't think they have the same trick. Uh, I think the league will probably should have figured them out by now, you would think. I know RSL has two games in that week. They're both on the road. It should very well hinder them. Um, and I originally, I kind of wanted to put this as a draw, but yeah, two, two away games, you have to give the advantage, at least right now for St. Louis. Um, I'm going to make it unanimous, but I'm going to go with one confidence point less than you guys. I have St. Louis winning this game confidence of two. Let's go ahead and move on to what David might be thinking is the garbage cup. And right now I think he is correct. <laughs> Portland versus Colorado. Am I correct in that? Yeah, I don't think that's uh, that's that's the wrong okay. way to to look at this. Um, but but this may be the garbage cup on paper at first glance. But I got to tell you, man, the the biggest 
question mark I have in MLS this year is what is Colorado going to do? Because I felt I feel like they did a great job in the offseason. They made some awesome signings. I feel like they're going to be strong. Um, I don't know what to make out, out of Portland, but I'm going to give this one to Colorado just because I have this might be my team, Lewis, that just rides with me. This might be my bold prediction like I made for Cincinnati two years ago. Colorado is going to make the playoffs. I'm going to give this confidence a two for Colorado. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I went high with Portland. I shouldn't have. They were really bad last year. But I gave them a confidence of four, and I'm riding with it. These are two teams that did not make the playoffs last year. Um, Colorado finishing in uh, 14th place, right? They They were the ones that were below the galaxy. Uh, Good old best friend, Robin yes. Frazier. Yeah. Yes. Did, did Greg uh, Vanny a solid. Yes. Uh, well, Until Robin Frazier, right. Robin Frazier is no longer there. Um, they went out and spent money. Um, they got a lot of good pieces. Who did they get to put it all together? Chris Armis. You want a question mark? That's it right there. I think. If you put, I don't want to say you put anybody else, but I, I, I'm just not sure why you would have the Chris Armas uh, hiring there. I mean, if that's the case, just stick with Robin Frazier and give him those pieces that you signed in the offseason. Might as well, right? In his first season, he had him in the playoffs. They were, what, number one or number two at the time? But uh, So why don't you just give him another chance? Um, Chris Armas has not been successful in MLS, so it is kind of a weird thing. But... Okay, fresh start. Um, Portland, they're at home. Not a good team. Uh, I think a couple acquisitions here or there, but nothing nothing there to make me say this is a, a different squad, definitely playoffs or anything like that. I think if this was the other way around, where if Colorado was at home, I would give the victory to Colorado. But I don't have confidence in Portland. I would have more confidence in Colorado, but again, it's on the road and so many question marks, as Davis said. Is Colorado going to be good or is it going to be the same old Colorado? I don't know. Could not pick a winner here. Going to have to wait a few more weeks to make my decision on both these squads. This is the Balls and Beers Cup, the first one of the year. I'm taking the draw. Confidence of two. Cincinnati versus Toronto. Cincinnati coming off a uh, supporter shield season only to lose a chance to play an MLS cup in the final 10 minutes could not uh, get to the finish line. Uh, Very, very sad for Cincinnati. Um, But new year and they face Toronto in game number one. So um, Bobby wins. Yeah, I highly, highly, highly doubt that Toronto has made a massive change from last season and will go gung-ho in the first game in Cincinnati. And for that reason, I'm going with a lock, Cincinnati. Uh, I I agree. I highly doubt that Toronto is going to come out flying. Um, they're, I mean, not even their kids are looking good. Cincinnati, I think, is... Again, a strong team. I'm going to go confidence of four for Cincinnati. 
this is uh, kind of a no-brainer here. Uh, Cincinnati's at home. They did lose Brandon Vasquez, which is a big, big loss. Um, <clears throat> I don't think you can really replace him. I don't think they did. Um, but they did bring him some other pieces to make sure that their team is still going strong, um, hopefully competing for MLS Cup again. I think they will. They're at home against the Wooden Spoon winner. Uh, and maybe back-to-back um, because, again, Again, I don't think they added any pieces. It's still a dysfunctional club. So until um, proven otherwise, Toronto is still at the bottom of the standings and will stay there. Um, this is a lock for me. And uh, let's go ahead and double it. This is uh, uh, 10 for Cincinnati. Nashville versus the New York Red Bulls. David, talk to me. Um. I couldn't make heads or tails of this one. I think that Nashville, again, like, just kind of meh for the season. Red Bulls, kind of meh. I'm going to give this a meh draw, confidence of two. Um, I don't know if I remember correctly, but I think last year Nashville started off pretty well, then dropped off, and then Red Bulls started off horrible and then started and ended pretty well. Um. Lewis will correct me if I'm wrong. I'm going to go with Nashville here. I don't know why I went so high, but home advantage, confidence of four. Uh, you are correct. At least that's the way I remember it as well. Um, again, two teams that uh, I'm not really sure of what's going to happen here. Um, they seem to be middle-of-the-pack um, teams. Um, the only reason I'm going for Nashville here is for a home field advantage, but uh, I'm going to take a low confidence in them. Uh, confidence of two. And finally, guys, our beloved Galaxy open up their season against Miami because of course they do. Um, now, neither of these teams made the playoffs last year. Both were pretty stinking bad. Yet, the entire world is going to be fixated on this game, which, by definition, would make it game of the week. Uh, this is the only other game that you can make the case for, uh, maybe not as far as um, uh, level of play, but right. definitely for entertainment and uh, purposes. Uh, everyone, this is going to be the most watched game uh, of the week. Um, and both of them have interesting storylines because obviously you, uh, Miami... Uh, new look Miami. Messi was there last year, but you're bringing in uh, Suarez. I think you're bringing in Busquets. Uh, 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 Martino is now starting and uh, starting uh, gets a full season under his belt. Um, the Galaxy also in a rebuild year uh, has two new DPs, a whole new front office. Um, both of these teams are going to want to get off on the right foot. Both of these teams, I'm sure, are expecting a win. And this is probably going to be the most scrutinized game <laughs> uh, of the season. It's only week number one. It's really unfair. Uh, listen to our main show for that. Mr. Galaxy, we start with you, as always, when it comes to predicting Galaxy games. So what say you? Yeah, I mean, whew, you summed it up with mouthful there. Uh, it's going to be an exciting one. Um, look at this is... Game of the week, yes, but I think both Miami games in the week are game of the weeks, especially rating wise and Apple TV for what it, what it's worth. Um, 
of course, for us, this is the most interesting game uh, because it's us, Galaxy, and we know what's actually going on with our team. Uh, hoping, I'm hoping that the two new DPs play this game, at least getting subbed in um, in the second half. I know that there's going to be some pretty hardcore determination within our team with certain players. I know Yoshida is going to be in that back line yelling at everybody and and taking no taking no no answers no no back talk you know what i mean he's going to be in charge back there Pooj is going to be pushing really hard um and then even if we have fagunda starties he's gonna it's, he's he's a good he's a good he's a good player out there on that wing let's see if we get any um production from jovalich uh let's see if we could actually get the ball to him um personally you know i mean again we only can base certain things off of preseason um but you know barry's done fine um, I, I, you know, he'll be, he'll be a good, he'll be a good substitute if Jovalich has to come out. Um, but hopefully, you know, the look is Peck comes in, uh, Paint Seal comes in and, and starts showing some, their muscle against, uh, Miami. And in this game, Miami can be, I think the fatigue will hit them in this game. I, I feel like their home opener at home is where they're going to push, push 100% in order to get that home win. And this is going to be the game where there's going to be a lot of fatigue with this team, um in general so i'm gonna give the galaxy a win here um i'm gonna go with the confidence of three um look miami is gonna be exhausted uh the galaxy is gonna be well the galaxy until proven otherwise um there's rumors swirling around uh peck and paintsville might be available which is shocking to me since um we don't even know if Peck is in the country yet. Um, we've seen Paintsill at the stadium they or do. video of the Paintsill at, at the stadium. Yeah, they do. We don't. Um, it's it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, probably one of the most anticipated opening games of MLS in a while. Um, and I think that with the rain on Sunday, it might end up being a draw. I have a confidence of three. It's so hard to gauge either of these squads, and it's just... uh, It's... Both preseasons were obviously different in that you know Miami went on a world tour and it's hard to gauge because you know they're they're flying all over the place they went to to Asia the Middle East uh, Central America back down to South America I mean 20,000 miles plus um it's hard to get a really good read on how serious they took it how much it affected them not only you know health wise but just mentally um you know, are they prepared for the regular season? We don't know. You make the same case with the Galaxy, though. It's just in a different way. Two DPs have not played a single game uh, with a team. Have no idea uh, how they're going to fit in the system or, or work with the with the with the rest of the team. Um, so there's a lot of question marks there. Um, obviously, these two teams are looking to rebound. Uh, Galaxy are in a rebuilding year. They want to start off strong. Miami, with all their star power, are considered one of the favorites, or odds-on favorites, to win MLS Cup. And yet, there's so much that we don't know about them going into this year. Um, It's pretty crazy. I try to be 
as neutral and as unbiased as possible, not taking anything into, like, not taking any preseason into consideration, not taking, you know, the, the missing players or the injured players or whatever. And I said, okay, you have, you're at home. This is Miami's second game. I think we're overestimating the fatigue factor. The season hasn't started yet. If this was in the summer, you could start saying the fatigue factor, especially with 30-year-olds, when you're in the dog days of MLS, when you start playing the League's Cup, okay. But when you're in week number one, is fatigue really a factor? You should be the most in shape. So I think we're kind of overestimating it a little bit. And yes, you know, the whole 20,000 miles obviously is going to take a toll, but it's just a different mindset now. Take that out of the picture. You still play two games in a week. Uh, flying cross country, Galaxy should be fresher just by that alone. With more motivation, with the crowd buzzing, every fan is excited. The the, uh, the Will Coons era is is about to begin. We are absolutely ecstatic about starting the season. I think that I think the crowd play a huge part in how the Galaxy uh, go and their momentum. I shouldn't be doing this because they have yet to prove it. I will give Willie Coons the benefit of the doubt. I don't give it to Greg Manny. But I'm going to take the Galaxy for the victory here. Confidence of one. Because there's just so many question marks surrounding this team. Both teams, to be honest. And I can't go much higher because to bet against Messi, it's pretty damn foolish. That does it for us here in week number one. Season seven has officially begun. We hope that you enjoy it. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, get ready for uh, for the laughs and all the other bizarre things. This is David and Bobby signing off. All right, guys. Good night. Bye. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.